Well, hello, dear hearts. I trust that you're having a what? An empowering day. That's right. I welcome you to a biblical perspective podcast where God's point of view is the only one that matters. I am your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. So excited to be back with you once again to share the word of the Lord. And we began on our last podcast. We began a powerful thought provoking subject in the form of the question, when was Jesus crucified? And this teaching actually came about several years ago, several years ago when I pastored. I've pastored for several years, not pastoring any longer. Uh, The Lord has transitioned me in my assignment. But nonetheless, when I came into this understanding, when I came into this biblical truth that Jesus was not crucified on Friday. I studied it out, searched the scriptures, studied to show myself approved because it never made sense to me (laughs) that Jesus was crucified on Friday and got up on Sunday. Because as I shared with you on our last podcast, you don't get three full days out of this Friday to Sunday story. You don't get, Three full days. You do not get 12 hour days from Friday to Sunday. Friday is missing 12 hours. Saturday is missing 12 hours because Jesus was allegedly crucified on Friday, put in the grave, put in the tomb on Friday. Well, there's no full 12 hours in which he stayed in the grave and then he got up on Sunday. So where is the 12 hours? The only full day, the only 12 hour day out of that Friday through Sunday story is Saturday. And so as I shared with you last time, it does not make mathematical sense, much less biblical sense. And we walked through the scriptures. I didn't give you Johnson's opinion. I didn't share with you my thoughts, as it were. I shared with you what God's thoughts were, because This show is about his perspective, because, again, his perspective is the only one. His point of view is the only one that matters because. He is God, he is God, he doesn't have to prove himself to anyone what he says is. (laughs) It's just that simple. And so this teaching came out of. Me personally receiving. This coming rather me personally coming into this biblical truth. And so I began to teach this to my congregation when I pastored and we did not have good Friday service. We did not have sunrise service because the Bible didn't support any of those events, any of those services. And I'm just a firm believer that we shouldn't be doing anything that the Bible does not support because if we are, we're just, having an exercise as it were in futility. I just don't see the point in doing something if we're not receiving the benefits from what we're doing that God would have us. And so if we're going to have, well, I'm not even going to get into that, but well, you know what? This is my show. So I'll go ahead and say it. If we're going to have services Because we represent Christ and we're supposed to represent him right and we're supposed to represent his view. We're not supposed to represent our view. 
We're not supposed to give our opinion. I've been telling you since the beginning of our podcast that our point of view, our side to it, the way we see it is irrelevant. It is. It really is. Because all through scripture, God, well, I don't want to say all through scripture, but the scriptures that we dealt with on our very first episode shares uh, shows you that God doesn't want the state of mind that we come to him in to remain our state of mind. Hence, let this mind be in you. That was also in Christ Jesus. Hence, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I'm a firm believer that whatever we're doing, as the scripture says, we're supposed to be doing it in the name of the Lord. We're supposed to be doing it as unto the Lord. And if God doesn't back it, then why are we doing it? And so this teaching came from, again, me coming into that truth for myself, understanding that, hey, what I've been taught from church doesn't align with the Bible. And unfortunately, much of what the church has taught us is not scriptural. It's not scriptural, even though they use scripture to build their argument, to build their case. They use it out of context. They use it some ignorantly and then others manipulatively. But much of what we have learned and what we have been taught from church while in church is not scriptural. And so we began to expose this lie. And again, I'm not trying to directly or purposely, I should say, offend anyone. But if you're offended, then I'm doing my job because the truth does offend. And uh, you need not be offended. You need be thankful that the Lord loved you enough to connect you to this anointing, to this mantle, whereby you are receiving the truth of his word. And now you're able, because you're set free, by the truth, you're able to set others free. Now, I'm not saying that you ought to go and just push this in somebody's face because people believe what they believe. But when it's shown to you in black and white, when it's shown to you and when it's uh, supported in the word of God, then if you reject it, in essence, you're rejecting God because his word is he and he is his word. So if you reject his word, you reject him. And if you reject, if you reject him, you reject his word. And so, um, but for those that may be open to hearing what you have found in regards to this subject, when was Jesus crucified? Share it with them in love and let them know, let them listen to the podcast invite them, encourage them rather to subscribe to a biblical perspective and listen to our last episode, part one of this particular teaching. All of the scriptures are there. I, I walked through it. I, 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 I taught it with simplicity and uh, didn't mix any of what I thought or felt. So I want to conclude today. I want to conclude today and, uh, for the sake of a very brief review, remember, 
And if this is your first time, welcome. This is your first time listening to A Biblical Perspective with yours truly, Prophet C.T. Johnson. We welcome you to our podcast family. I encourage you to go back and listen to the last episode so you will know exactly why or rather you'll, you, you'll know how we got to where we are in that Jesus was not crucified on Friday. There's You can't get three days out of that. I'm going to continue to say that until I can't say it anymore. It's not mathematically possible. He was crucified on Wednesday, which was Passover. He was crucified on Passover and the following day, which was not only was it the Sabbath day, but according to John 19, 31, it was a high Sabbath and the high Sabbath that John is referring to there in his book in the 19th chapter and the 31st verse, the high Sabbath that he is referring to there is actually the feast of unleavened bread. All right. So remember, if you were with us on our last podcast when we broke this subject open and we broke it wide open I told you that there are actually seven Sabbaths not weekly Sabbath I want you to understand that when you see Sabbath in scripture you have to ask yourself which Sabbath is it referring to is it referring to the weekly Sabbath, which is Saturday, or is it referring to which Leviticus outlines for us? Leviticus 23. All right. Write that down for my note takers, for my studious students. Write that down. Leviticus 23. And I want you to go and read that chapter. Study that chapter. Okay. Because that chapter, it lists and it details, it subscribes, it describes rather the the other annual Sabbaths and or the high holy days and or the um the yeah the high holy days yeah I already said it <laughs> the high holy days and or the Sabbaths these are not weekly Sabbaths these are special days these are feasts unto the Lord that Orthodox Jews still celebrate to this day. And so when you see Sabbath in scripture, you need to ask yourself what Sabbath is being referred to here? What Sabbath, which Sabbath rather is being referenced here? Is it the weekly Sabbath Saturday or is it a high holy day? Is it a feast day? Okay. So there were seven. There are seven for those again, for those Orthodox Jews that still hold to this, this tradition. And three of them were held in the spring, one in early summer and the other three in the fall. Okay. And I'm going to go through the seven right now. The first is Passover. Passover, Leviticus 23 and 5. Okay. Then the second is unleavened bread, Leviticus 23 and 6. The third, feast of fruits. The fourth, feast of weeks, also known as 
Feast of the Harvest or Feast of Pentecost. The fifth Feast of Trumpets, which is also known as Yom Torah. And if I'm mispronouncing these Hebrew words, for those of you who may be fluent in Hebrew, forgive me. And you can uh, you can inbox via our Facebook page, C.T. Johnson Ministries International. You can provide a recording of the correct pronunciation of these words and inbox it to me. Or you can email it to the ministry at info, I-N-F-O, at ctjohnson.org. All right. And so what was that? That was five. Feast of Trumpets, Yom Torah, or Torah. The sixth is Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. And then the seventh is Feast of Tabernacles, Sukkot, Feast of Tabernacles. So, again, if you recall, for those of you that were with us when we began teaching this, uh, teaching on the subject matter. And if you weren't, go back and listen to that podcast, that episode. We shared with you that John 19 verse 31 tells us specifically And as a matter of fact, I'm going to read it. John 1931, the Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation that the bodies should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day for that Sabbath day was an high day for that Sabbath day was an high day. John specifies. John specifies. For us, which Sabbath was being referenced? And it was not the Jewish weekly Sabbath Saturday, but it was the high day Sabbath that actually began or actually being the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread not the weekly Sabbath. Okay. And so now that's Bible. (laughs) That's Bible. Jesus, whether we want to, now I know someone might ask because I asked, I asked the question. I said, now Lord, I said, if this is true and obviously it is because it's in the word and I believe the Bible, I'm a biblical fundamentalist. I believe the Bible. And as I told you in previous podcasts, that the Bible is the only book that has the ability to speak. It speaks for itself. The Bible interprets itself. The Bible explains itself. The Bible, it has the ability because it is the scriptures are eternal. Okay. The scriptures are eternal. And so it speaks for itself. It defends itself. It explains itself. It it reveals itself. And so I asked the question, I said, now, God, if the Bible clearly debunks Jesus being crucified on Friday, raised, resurrected on Sunday, The Bible clearly debunks that. Why are preachers, why are preachers preaching, yet preaching 
this errant, erroneous gospel, as it were. Why? I don't understand it. That does not make sense to me at all. And we wonder why, in many instances, the world does not respect us, the church, the world mocks us. It's because we have given them, Lord knows, much ammunition to use against us. So I want you to understand that, again, this Jesus died on Friday, resurrected on a Sunday. It's not Bible. What more can I do other than show you in the scriptures that that belief, that teaching, that understanding, that ideology, that message, the scriptures does not support. Now, also, it's interesting to note, and I shared this, I alluded to it on our last podcast, that first century Jews and all those of Hebrew origin believed that a new day began at sundown, not sunset. That's that's important to know. Okay, the new day always started with evening, evening, and there was evening and there was morning the first day. That's Genesis one and five. More Bible, more Bible. That's more Bible right there. Okay, that's Genesis one and five. So now. Uh, that's important to understand. And when you understand that, when you understand that the new day or a new day started with evening, then that debunks the sunrise services that so many denominational churches yet have. That doesn't align with scripture. Remember, Jesus didn't, Jesus didn't live in our Western culture. All right. <laughs> so what we understand and how we categorize our day and nights, our days and nights are not how first century Jews, nor those who are yet Orthodox Jews and yet live in the eastern part of the world. They yet to this day. They do not operate in accordance to how we operate. They do not conduct their days and or construct their days in the manner that we do. And so when we study the scriptures, we have to understand the context. We have to understand the culture. Okay. So that we can have right biblical interpretation of what it is we're reading and what it is we're preaching because leaders in the body of Christ fail to understand that the laity holds to what we say and they take what we say as truth as the gospel, because unfortunately many don't study the Bible for themselves and they just take what we say at face value which we should not. Again, the scripture tells us admonishes us to study, to show ourselves approved. All right. And so that's important to understand. Now, again, the day after Passover, the day after the Passover feast is the start of the feast of unleavened bread. And according 
to the words of Jesus, okay, or according to the word, uh, a high holy day. The Feast of Unleavened Bread is a high day, a high holy day, or also known as holy convocation. The scriptures that prove this, Leviticus 23, okay? So I want you to understand this Sabbath that is referred to in John 19, 31, and the Sabbath that's referred to in all of the scriptures that we looked at, Matthew 15, verses 37 through 42, Matthew 27, verses 59 through 62, Luke 23, verses 52 through 54, and then, as I just said, John 19, verses 31, and then 41 through 42, all right? All of those verses refer to not the weekly Sabbath, but it's referring to the high Sabbath, the high holy day. All right. And so we have to understand this, that according to scripture, according to scripture, according to scripture, according to the Bible, let's ring the bell again for the Bible. Yeah. According to the Bible, according to the Bible, Jesus was not crucified on Friday. He was crucified on Wednesday after he partook of the Last Supper. Okay? He was crucified on Wednesday after they partook of the Last Supper. He was taken into custody. Okay? And he was crucified. He was buried. And then he was placed in Joseph's tomb. He stayed in that tomb, according to his own words, three full 12 hour days, because he said that as Jonah was in the belly of the fish, three days and three nights. Indicating 12 hours, 12 hours. So he stayed there 12 hours Thursday. He stayed there 12 hours Friday. And that's when the women came with the spices and uh, and did all of what, uh, rather that's when they purchased the spices, I should say, to prepare ceremonially the body of Jesus. Then Saturday, he stayed there all Day Saturday, 12 hours Saturday, and got up Sunday morning. Now, he did get up on Sunday. They have that right. <laughs> he was resurrected on Sunday, but he wasn't crucified on Friday. He was crucified on Wednesday, and he got up on Sunday. And the Bible even further, again, validifies uh, in Luke 24 and 1, when the women came to prepare his body, with the spices, he was already gone. He was already gone. He wasn't there. He was already gone. And so you now have biblical truth. You now have the ability to 
debunk and to defend, not debate, because we don't debate with anybody. You believe the word or you don't. You serve our God, the God of gods, or you don't. But we will defend him. I'm not going to debate him because the debate is to argue back and forth. And I no, 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 no. I'm not going to waste my breath. I'm not going to cast my pearls before swine trying to prove a point to individuals that have already closed their mind to the truth. Most of you all are debating with people of other religions, of other faiths and or even so-called Christians and their minds, their mind is already closed to the truth. So you're wasting time. But to those whom have an ear to hear, who desire the truth of the word of God, you have the ammunition, you have the tools that are necessary to scripturally, intelligently articulate to them, hey, I know that's what you've been taught. I know that's how you've been raised because, again, yours truly, Prophet Johnson, was raised to believe this growing up in the African Methodist Episcopal Church. I preached it. I used to preach on on, on Good Friday platform services, seven last sayings and and I preach for Good Friday and things of that nature. But when I came into this truth, I yet have friends to this day. I yet have fellow yoked servants of the gospel that yet embrace and yet believe Good Friday. And they still have Good Friday services. And many of them, not anymore, <laughs> because most of them know what I believe and what I hold to. But they would yet invite me to preach a Good Friday service, to preach a sunrise service, and I turned it down. I said, it, the Bible doesn't support that. The Bible doesn't support that. Jesus, and the, and the reason I turned it down is because it's not biblically true. Jesus wasn't crucified on Friday. Jesus wasn't resurrected at sunset. <laughs> so really, gets. Get, uh, guess, guess what? Whether many see it this way, those who yet preach this, this Friday died, this good Friday, the sunrise service, you're preaching a lie. You're lying. You're, you're, hello. Hello. You're lying. <laughs> you, there's no other way to put it. You're lying. And you're believing a lie. Now, I know some of you. You are still in shock, but there's a healing salve, the balm of Gilead. He shall heal your wounds because uh, you needed to know. You needed to know. And that's that. That's why you listen to a biblical perspective, because you want to see it from God's optics. Because, again, his point of view is what his point of view is the only one that matters indeed indeed well this has been an empowering podcast if i say so myself and guess what i do and i thank you so much i'm excited about our relationship about our interaction i'm excited about you and i embarking on this journey together and that journey is to have God's mind 
God's purview in regards to all of life's situations and whatever confronts us, we're going to address it from the perspective of God's word, because, hey, when you use the word of God, you always win. So, again, I thank you for listening to A Biblical Perspective with yours truly, Prophet C.T. Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, express it by rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. And, of course, subscribe wherever you listen. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, what are you waiting for? Subscribe and write a review and rate me, won't you? Because your review helps the show reach more people and impact lives with the empowering, enlightening and educating word of Jesus Christ. Also, don't forget to follow and connect with me on social media. That's right. That's another platform where we can interact one with the other via Facebook. C.T. Johnson Ministries International. Go and like my Facebook page and let's talk. Let's continue the conversation also on Instagram and Twitter at CTJ Ministries and subscribe to my YouTube channel, CT Johnson Ministries. There are many great empowering teaching videos there for you to empower your thinking and change your life. And for more information or to contact the ministry, you know, you can visit the website at ctjohnson.org. Until our next podcast, which is going to be a great one. This is Prophet C.T. Johnson. I love you dearly. Be empowered.